Wah, 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 wah. Wah, wah, Can you see wah, me okay? Wah. Yeah. Can you see me? I can. Mm, I can see you Do you too. hear me okay? I can hear you just great. Yeah, yeah. Your beard's growing in nicely. I know. You think I should keep it? Yep. Sometimes in your broadcast, I feel like you don't commit to the beard. You know what I mean? Like it's sort of half beardy and it kind of looks like, oh, maybe Joe just forgot to shave, but now this is a more of a committed beard. Like, yeah, you know, I like it. Yeah. I think it's good. I think, um, I think we go with this. Should we, should we start this thing? I think we just we already did. I'm Joe. No, we didn't. What do you mean? You always like to do these intros. Like, hey, I mean, you know, <clears throat> I think we just started. I, you know, you, why don't we do this? Let's keep this in, but then do the intro. Hey, buddy, how are you? Hey, man, what's going on? Um, for real, tell me how you are. It's <laughs> it's nice to see your face after this fishing expedition. Yeah, I'm so glad you're back. I did you see things out at sea that you're not. Mm-hmm. really able to get out of your mind or is there anything that happened on that boat <laughs> that we are not allowed to know about those of us who are non mariners yeah well it was funny because i was on the boat and i took pictures and sent them to you in a video of where i sleep and you know you almost passed out i mean it was you just were not accepting of this lifestyle for me you know, or at least you were accepting for me, but you had you wanted to have absolutely no part of it. It's your worst. Nightmare. It just looks horrendous. You know yeah. what I don't like about boats, other than the close quarters and you can't get away from anybody. There, I, I have a thousand questions. So for those of you who have never listened to this podcast before, <laughs> uh, where have you been? For those of you who haven't listened, you don't know that last week we set up the fact that Oliver was leaving to go on a six day uh, fishing deep sea fishing expedition Mm -hmm. uh and so now he's back and i'm back from cabo i'm in st louis i'm headed off to my last double dip game don't care about that i have a million questions about your trip Mm, all right one yeah you sent me the picture of these random folks that are walking around in this boat yes and and from what we know now of the human race yes and the people that inhabit this world. No part of you was worried at all that you were getting on to this boat in these close quarters with somebody who was either a psychotic human being mm-hmm. or just shedding coronavirus every time they <laughs> open their mouth? Uh, no, I didn't have the, either of those concerns. I've been doing this for 20 years, you know. You're always yeah, going to get not, characters. But no, I, I I, wasn't. I mean, people have to give they have to give proof of vaccination, but that doesn't mean they don't have corona. But, you know, look, I'm I'm just a day out. We'll see after five days, maybe. maybe I don't know. I, I, I just I did my best, but maybe my best wasn't good enough. We'll see. So, all right, so here are the questions. Mm-hmm. And and my comment is for what you said earlier, the smell, the mm-hmm. smell on a boat of the of the gas yeah, and the that it. makes me want to gag. Okay, that, so that's, that's what starts the process of getting for seasick me. for me. Opposite for me. I love okay, the that smell, smell of those diesels. Every boat smells the same. They're they're terrible. No. The the fumes of the gas. No. Now you're bouncing around at sea bad did anybody get seasick while you were out there no not that i saw i didn't see anyone throw up but impressive most people had those little patches behind their ears but i I don't wear those i've never been seasick in my life and i've been in crazy seas but i don't get seasick so unless someone threw up in the bathroom that i didn't know about the answer to your question is no did not see anyone get seasick Okay, I saw like some one of the pictures you sent me of these random mm-hmm. people <laughs> walking through the hallway. Yeah, there's is, twenty. Is there, is, was, is there like thirty people on the boat, you know, who are fishing, and there's like eight plus crew members. And uh, yeah, you're all in close quarters, and you're fishing alongside of each other, and you're getting to know each other, and you know, it's part of the deal. Did you make any friends that you think you will? 
continue to keep in touch with? Um, not keep in touch every day, like, how's your life going? But fishing keep in touch, probably, you know? I fished with a few people who I knew, and I didn't know they were going to be on the boat. My friend Raphael fishes with me wherever I go, because whenever I go, because otherwise you're sharing a room with some strange man. And so I would rather not do that. So we fished together. But I knew there was the owner of the boat was on, one of the owners of the boat, you know, one of the guys who works in the office. I knew a couple people. And but to be truthful, it was a great trip as far as the people went. Sometimes you can get a bad group. And uh, sometimes you you hit the home run. And, and this was that it was awesome. Everyone was fun and cool and laid back. I feel like you're saying a lot of that stuff because you think some of them might be Daddy Issues uh, podcast subscribers. No, <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Because At even no if point I said were you looking, go ahead. Well, no, well, so one thing did go down. There was a guy who was on the boat. He's a commercial salmon fisherman, and it was his first time on a long range trip like this, where you're six days out to sea and you're catching big tuna. Basically, we we're at Guadalupe Island which was it's an amazing place, beautiful place. But he seemed cool, you know? I mean, on the dock, he was nice, and we, we, we sort of got to talking, and he was a good guy, and, you know, he's nice. And then he starts drinking, and then he goes overboard, and he gets hammered. And You can't say that. He didn't go overboard. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. That's, that, that pun was not intended. Meaning he went he over went too far. He went too far with his drinking, and he was not a good drunk. He got belligerent. He didn't remember anything. He, you know, was just not himself, or maybe his true self. We don't know. To the point where at that night he had to be taken down to his room. So essentially, the crew members had to bounce him to his room because. There were so many complaints. This guy was like just fucking out of control. And one of the owners was on the boat. He called up to the wheelhouse and he's like, hey, Mike, Vance, you got to get down here and get this fucking guy out of here. And they come down and there's these huge dudes and they go right up to him like, hey, man, Bob, time for bed. And he's like, okay, didn't even question it. <laughs> and they dragged him down to his room and... And that was that. It was it was it was sad because he had to do the walk of shame in the morning, and he didn't remember anything. And you know, it was it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I felt bad for the guy, but <laughs> that was the only eventful thing, other than the fish that happened on the boat. Um, okay. I don't know why that strikes me so funny. Just the I just I would love to have a. <laughs> A video of your face while this guy was being, quote, unquote, led to his room. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was crazy because he was sitting at the, the the table where, like, the owners sort of are and all their their kids and friends. And and this one, their, one dude was like, a, was like a cowboy, like a badass cowboy. And this guy was just fucked up, like, eating food off of people's plates and just being belligerent at them. And, and, and these guys were, like... Midwestern Kansas boys who would fucking murder this guy. They were tough. They were <laughs> tough dudes. And they were holding back. You know what I mean? And uh, and then after he went downstairs, it just turned into like a comedy hour. We were laughing our asses off because <laughs> he was getting physical sexually with, you know, uh, one of the guys who works for the boat, not on the Wait, boat. Wait, What? He was like groping his balls and stuff, and like reaching into his reaching into his uh, like pants, and, and and it was it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Well, this cruise just took a way different turn than <laughs> uh, I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the, he in any? Is this gentleman in any of the pictures you sent me? Uh, no. Do, no. Are any of the people there aware? That you are the star of the cleaning lady, yes. and or they are. They know that you're an actor, and they know oh, that yeah. you. Well, the, yes. If you saw Kate Hudson on the street, she would say, "Hi, Oliver." She knows you by name. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but 
<clears throat> yeah, well, the boat does. I've been fishing with these guys forever. They know who I am. And then some some people on the boat did, and, you know, everyone's cool. I mean, a lot of people were like, so I don't know who the hell you are, but I talked to my wife last night, and she says, I got to get a picture with you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of their wives kind of knew who I was, but. Was this as you were being groped? No, I, I wasn't me being groped. It was a, it was a whole, I mean, the whole thing is crazy. Oh my God. But All this right, happens. So- this happens. It's something, you know, it doesn't happen a lot. And when you get on these longer range trips, it rarely happens. But, you know, sometimes you get crazy people, people who you think are normal. And then. Exactly. That was why my first. I know, thing. but, but what am I going to do? Not for a go week. on the boat? Not, and and, and, and I, I'm not worried about someone murdering me in my sleep. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, it would be crazy if that happened. And if it did, then Jesus. I mean, I. It was, it's just the way I would deserve to go. I guess. What was it? What was, what was that movie that was Nicole Kidman and Sam Neill? And then there was the, yeah. the, the ship of like hippies. It was rolling, it was rolling through and they were yeah. robbing people and yeah. they all are dead on the boat. Yeah. And, what was and that Billy movie? Zane, Billy Zane is the killer that yes. ends up on trying to kill Nicole Kidman. Oh my God. What was that movie? I remember it. It was weird. I mean, yeah. it was, and it's one of those. If you come across, you got to keep watching because yeah. I, I don't really know. But there, you know, it's he's like Jason. He gets killed seventeen times. He keeps coming back and got a little stupid. But, yeah, but well, uh, I, you know, you don't have to worry about that. That that's not going to happen. All right. I mean, it, it's it's you got to worry more about sort of falling overboard than worrying about that. And you're not going to fall overboard. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more Daddy Issues. Well, how was the fishing? Did the fishing you catch was great. Egg? The fishing was great. I, first fish I caught was 132 pound, all yellowfin tuna. And uh, I won the jackpot, which means I got the biggest fish on the boat. And what does that get you? Groped before dinner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, 600 bucks or something like that. But I just oh. give it. I just give it to the crew, you know. Look at you, a benevolent. Yeah, I just give them give them the money. And How it's long more does it take you to pull in a hundred and thirty two pound fish? Well, this it just depends what kind of pound test you're fishing on, what kind of rod you're actually using. So there are variables here. But for this fish, it took about an hour and a half because I was on fifty pound test, which is light for a hundred and thirty two pound tuna, and uh, they pull hard, man, especially here. They pull harder than any tuna I've caught. I don't know whether it's the water or the, 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 the you know, it's a little colder or, or what, but these fish were badass, gnarly fish. So I caught a 132-pounder, 111-pounder, and a couple 80s and a 60. And I had a good trip. I had a really good trip. Are you sore at the end of the night, like when you're yeah. pulling on a fish like that? Yes, yes. Like the next morning, you're sore. Because you're you're down on a knee, you're using the rail, you know, you're using your legs, your arms, your wrists, you know, my forearm you, totally cramped up at one point, you know. Yeah, I don't know how that wouldn't happen 10 minutes in. Yeah. I, I don't understand any of that. You got to be in fishing shape. And then out, that was my first fish. And then the fish after were, were less, I, it was easier. You know what I mean? I had to like, I had to get back into fishing shape because you're using weird little muscles that you don't normally use, you know, and you're running right. up and down the boat and it's a workout. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, I know how big is this like boat? It. Like I, the picture 125 you, you sent feet. me, it's a 125 foot boat. You, you know, all the staterooms are down below there. You're two bedrooms per stateroom. I was lucky. I got room 15 that has its own shower. And, uh, other than that, you're sort of, you know, it's a communal shower and you're sharing it. But you're like a Hollywood guy. You didn't need it. You guys don't shower. We don't smell. So it doesn't really matter, you know? No, I uh, shower every night, dude. I shower every night. It's great. Well, you got to look good for the for the rest of the group, and you're taking photos with people, and yeah. they're, you know, you don't want to look... You're also covered in shitty. fish. I mean, aside from the sexy aspect of being on this boat... <laughs> But you know it's funny. I, I'm wearing these right now. These pants. The, I'm wearing like these this tie dye sort of crazy pants, and I I have a tie dye sweatshirt as well. I have a whole suit, and I wore it 
you know, to dinner and everyone's like, Jesus Christ, like what the what the fuck? What are you wearing? I'm like, what do you mean? It's my it's my suit. I look good. And they're like, Jesus, you look crazy. Like, what do you I need my sunglasses? I mean, they were like just shocked at what I was wearing. Oh my god. Well, okay, so here's here's another question. Uh <laughs> knowing how you live, I mean, what was the weed intake for you and and how did what was the delivery system so you know you're not supposed to take weed on this boat and uh i respect that uh as much as i like my weed and i smoke it and eat it every day you know i i this is their livelihood you know what i mean these boys and this crew and and if if they got caught if anyone got caught on the boat with that and and it's just not the right thing to do so you know Daddy so you've was, been off weed for a week. Daddy was clean. Or you just don't want to. You just don't want to admit that you were sneaking it. No, I didn't. I never smoke weed on that boat ever, ever. Nope. I just don't do it. I'm because, impressed. Well, the thing is, you know, you're drinking and you're so tired. I mean, you wake up at 4 a.m. every day to fish. Sometimes you get calls at like 2:30 a.m. over the speaker. You know, there's bait. We got to make bait. So you're getting up at two in the morning and like making mackerel, like with little sabiki rigs and serves through some more bait. And then, you know, it's just, you're exhausted. So at the end of the night, you eat dinner and you go into your rack and you just like watch a movie and you're out, you know, you're out. So, so, so this call comes through at two in the morning and you have to make mackerel. What does that mean? Making (laughs) mackerel means sort of, you know, there are there's a school of bait underneath the boat as you're anchored up, and mackerel you know you use for bait. There are sardines that you you have that you get to the bait. Wait, what did you say? There's a there's stuff under the boat. When yeah, like docked? a bait, like like a like like bait balls. You know what I mean? Like like bait, meaning like the mackerel will be under the boat. There's lights that are shining down at night. The lights attract sort of the plankton. The plankton attract the bait fish. The bait fish attract the big fish. You know, circle of life shit. Oh. Yeah, and, and uh, so you get a call over the speaker, like you know, everyone got everyone get up, da, 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 and then you've got a little rig, you know, with five or six little feathers and little hooks on it, and you drop it down and jig it up and down, and and you get a bunch of mackerel and you put them in the bait tank, and and uh, now you have different kind of bait for the next day, mm. you know, you got your sardines and then you have your mackerel. I caught a couple fish on mackerel. But it's brutal. I mean, you're up at 2 a.m., the wind's blowing. It was cold. You know, it was cold. It's December. And so, you know, it's, it's, I like it though. The elements are just, it's awesome. It's your worst nightmare, but it, it's, it's, great. I, it just, I can't even describe <laughs> to you how bad that all sounds to me. It just sounds awful. No, but like dude, a it's amazing. You it sounds fish, like a punishment. It you sounds fish like you're all being day punished. Or, you know, you catch a big tuna and you take a break and, and and the sun is shining and it's fucking beautiful out there and you sit up on the top deck and you have a beer and you have a cigarette and you're just sort of like man this is it this is the shit being out here it's you're alone i mean aside from all the men but you're just you know <laughs> you're groping mcgroperson yeah you're you're, you're with was your, he shunned the rest of the trip oh uh, it's so sad like you know cuz he had a bad day he started drinking way too early which I did too. I had screwdriver at like 5 a.m. You know what I mean? But like you pace it out throughout the day. But he just, for some reason, went like nuts on the third day. The first couple of days, he didn't even drink, I don't think. But then all of a sudden, he went off the deep end and just started to drink, drink, drink in the day and was nuts. He was crazy, like running around the boat and, you know, almost fell overboard. And you know, he, was, he was a danger, honestly, to himself and, and the passengers, <laughs> and and then and then one of the guys you know because everyone was super cool on the boat you know everyone you know one of the dude one of the guys was like hey you need to settle down now you know and then he gets all belligerent and puffed out you know and wants to like fight yeah and all this shit and and, and so then Ugh. finally he calms down or whatever and i'm like all right like he slept a little bit uh, he slept it off or something and then an hour or two later i see him drinking a bourbon again my bourbon i brought this huge bottle of bullet and he like drank the whole fucking thing anyway he's <laughs> he's like born he's all of a sudden he's bombing all these bourbons i'm like oh no he's going in again and then that's when the dinner time show that's when the, the matinee was good and then 
sort of the the evening show was gnarly. That's when it. You, that's. Do you guys do that though? Do you put like a talent show on and? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you sing different numbers like Christmas carols, or you can do like do a reading from. Uh, Whatever that show you're on, uh, yeah, Rules yeah. of Engagement. Yeah, I stand up on the bait bait tank and just do monologues. No, <laughs> no, it's very, it's it's manly, Joe. It's a very manly thing, you know. We're out there, middle of the ocean, fucking doing it. How do you not think of Quint and Jaws and him telling a story and? Yeah, dolls no, well, eyes, well, eyes, eyes like doll's eyes. You got doll's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I would, that's all like, I would be thinking about. Eyes. Did you see sharks? So, where we are normally, I think I said this in our last podcast, but you know, it's usually filled with, with white sharks. This is a, this is a stop off on their migration pattern for the white shark. And they feed on the tuna and the seals. And in the summer, they're thick. Like you're catching tuna and every third fish is gone. White shark, bam, bam, bam. To the point sometimes where you have to leave and you can't fish there anymore because they're just taking all your fucking tuna. But during December, they've, have, they've moved off of the island and they're no longer there. We were fishing the last night. I was fishing next to this guy. It was just getting dark. He hooked a big yellowtail, bringing it up. All out of nowhere, I guess it's a home guard white shark or a, or a white shark that didn't come off the island just fucking crushes this thing. Boom! Nails this yellowtail and just sliced it perfectly in half. He brought it up and it was just half-bodied. But it was like precision cut. There was no shards or chunks off of it. It was like just fucking sliced. And Man, so was, Dreyfus would have gone nuts on that. Oh, yeah. Oh God, yeah, Robert Putting Shaw. His glasses, <laughs> cleaning his glasses with his tie. Right, just, glasses on, glasses off. The glasses that hooked around his ears. Yeah, he did have his glasses everywhere. It's so true. No, yeah. I did. I, I brought out those yellow buoys and tried to shoot the shark, and you know, attach those yellow buoys onto him. But yeah, but good. so yes, there was a shark around. But normally, there's many, many, many. This guy just happened to be hanging around when he shouldn't really have been there. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm impressed. Don't take my uh, distaste for potentially doing this myself uh, for me not being impressed mm-hmm. that you do this, enjoy it. I'm glad you have that outlet too. I mean, for a guy that cries because he's about to leave town to go to work in another city, you know, to go check out for seven days and can't be seen yeah. or heard from, yeah. you know, that seems like a, a bit of a dichotomy and something that, you know, kind of calls bullshit on the other side of it, but whatever. <laughs> Not at all, dude. No way. No way. I, because when I'm doing something that I know will fill me up and make me better when I come home, then I'm all right with it. And of course I miss the kids. I talk, I, I talk to them every night. You know, I call them on a sat phone. Did you find your satellite phone? No, I didn't. But the internet has gotten better on that boat. So I can use FaceTime audio. And that's how I kept in touch with the family. Um, and six days isn't in the long one. I go on a 10 day and that, that gets, that's pretty long, you know. And I miss the kids yeah. and they miss me. But then I come home and, you know, daddy. And it's fucking great for maybe 28 seconds. And then they're gone. And then they're just doing their own yeah. thing. You know what I mean? It's like you never left. And that that doesn't ever change. Yeah, I think that's probably yeah, a good it, thing, you know. But you don't want your, your teenage sons just like hanging around you the whole time. And mm, dad, where were you? Dad, uh, I missed no, you. Dad, I mean, don't it, ever leave again, Dad. Please right, don't do a, this again. There's a part of me that wishes they wanted to hang around a little bit longer. But Rio, right as I was leaving and I still had some service, she FaceTimed me and um, she was crying because she missed me. And that hurts, you know. That's when I was yeah. like, oh, God. I like it. I would rather the kids not want to talk to me because I know that they're not thinking about me. They're off having fun and I'm out of their mind. Great. Love that. 
you know but when rio's like daddy i just miss you and she's crying i'm like oh my god turn the fucking boat around yeah i i understand that if you're enjoying this episode of daddy issues don't keep it to yourself please share the love and tell a friend about daddy issues and go subscribe on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts we beg That's you. right stay tuned you don't want to miss what's coming up right after the break Uh, meanwhile, I've been fighting with my son, Blake, because he's they're at the stage now where they don't really they want books at night, but they'll ask me a million questions during the book <laughs> and Wyatt will recite the book. <laughs> and he's like, no, daddy, I'm helping you. I'm like, I don't need any help. I got it. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to read the words and you're going to lay there in your bed. Deal is feet under the sheets and and head on the pillow. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. And then last night, Blake is crawling all over the place, looking for another book, opening up the, there's a little nightstand between their two beds, opening up the doors, looking for more books. And I'm like, Blake, get back in bed. I'm not going to, I'm not going to read another book. And I'm not even reading this one. If you don't get back in bed and listen, then he opens the drawer that's behind my head, the the bottom drawer and cracks me in the head. Again, it's Blake. Yeah. And, and yet he's the little angel and I was like, Blake! and now I made him cry. Right. And and so today he wouldn't talk to me when I <laughs> picked him up from school. And he's in front of his teachers. He's like, I didn't want you to pick me up. I wanted mommy to pick me up, Ugh. not you. And I said, and then even the teacher's like, no, you need to be nice to your daddy. And then Blake's like, yeah, and but said, he well, bashed me in the back of the head. Right. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 Blake. It was the other way around. Right, the other way around. What are you talking about? And then I, I said, well, I, w- I, w- I would rather pick up another kid here at school, but I'm stuck with you. So you're stuck with me, and I'm stuck with you. Get in the car. Is that what you said? Yes, it's exactly <laughs> what I said. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to turn it around. Like, well, you think I want to take time out of my day to pick you up? I mean, jeez. Right. I had a million other things that I could have been doing. <laughs> yeah. And I said, next time you're going to walk home. How about that? <laughs> and why it's like, great, without the cars, but we'll walk home. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. So Blake, like, holds grudges. That's funny. Yeah. I, now, I'm, I'm, now I'm tap dancing for his love like I would Michelle yeah, or right. any other female i dated yeah, in my you, lifetime yeah you're like because you're like apologize like dude i'm sorry i just hit you hit me in the head and i got angry i love you he's like uh, yeah I'm like are you still mad but it probably wasn't that but of course i assigned that yeah, to it so yeah. like blakey blakey are you still mad at me for getting mad when you undid the drawer into my head yeah like yeah, then I it wasn't very convincing. <laughs> right. I, I, th- I think I gave him the idea of why he just wanted to be difficult right. to me today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I've had so many comments. It's so funny <laughs> the reactions I get to this podcast. And my friend PJ, who I saw the other day, uh, I guess it was Sunday. He's like, "Oh my god!" I, he, he's like, "Every time you bring up." monkey locks mm-hmm. i just can't i he's got three little kids he's like i just can't stop laughing like the idea <laughs> like we just deadbolt how about a deadbolt forget the monkey lock do the deadbolt yeah lock. it's like no i i think there's some cruel and unusual punishment to make them just at least be able to see out a little bit yeah but they can't get out yeah it also it's got to be something psychological too to where they don't feel like they're locked and trapped in and can't open the door at all because that could sort of you know build fear i guess because Aaron would yeah, be like letting I, the jail cell open just he, a little bit he, but you can't get your body out of that's it. that's right so you have some hope that you can escape but you just can't you know correct there's a small that's amount right. of hope yeah, I, I, the 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 deadbolt thing, you know, I could never do that. I could never like deadbolt the kids in and be like, "You're staying here until you figure it out." That would be too hard for me to 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 do. Yeah, no, I I'm not saying it's easy, but here's the other thing that's happened because of the the whole monkey lock situation. 
once I walk, I walk. And now it's now it's every game. You know, where's my kitty cat? Where's my this shit they have to sleep with? Then I got to go downstairs and go get that. And then it's, I don't know, I can't find my levy. Then I got to go downstairs and get yeah. that. But once I walk and we're done, now because of that monkey lock, it makes a little bit of noise when I open it. I'm always so deathly afraid of waking them mm-hmm. for fear of having to then do the whole process over again. Mm-hmm. There's no like checking in on that's one of the beauties of being a parent is being able to check in on your kids while they're sleeping mm-hmm. and retuck them in or just see them in their most angelic state mm-hmm. of making no noise, dreaming, smiling making you know whatever faces as they mm-hmm. dream that's all gone like i i don't open that door until they're <laughs> yanking on it at 7:15 in the morning yeah so i mean for all i know at 11:30 every night they're hanging upside down yeah. off their chandelier yeah. i have no idea yeah yeah oh i know well you live in fear you know you're you live in fear of waking your children because oh. that's that's ball game. I mean, that's the night. That's it's it. over. Yeah. And and even if they take a nap and they're on you and you're in the most uncomfortable position possible, mm-hmm. you will stay in that uncomfortable position in order for them to A, get sleep, and B, not be loud. And- oh, yeah crying oh, yeah. and everything else. Like, yeah. I will my arm is so dead asleep right now. Yeah. It's gone to the, it's gone past the tingling stage. Now it's just you could stick a, a you <laughs> okay. know, knife into my forearm and I would not feel it. <laughs> but I am not moving for fear of this kid waking up. Yep. I know. Like the sweat you get sweaty and you're just like, oh Jesus, how long uh, am I stuck here for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm willing i'm a willing participant in that i i uh, if they're quiet and they're content i'm good give yeah. me an hour i'll just sit here i'll be on my phone then i'm doing it left-handed i've dropped the phone on their head while i'm doing it yeah. because i can't feel my arm yeah because it's dead so <laughs> you know that's, these are all things that every parent has dealt with oh my and, god uh, oh for sure and then is the monkey lock still on, or are are they finally sleeping through the night? It's been a, um, it's been like the monkey lock is still it's on. It's been like six months. Yeah, the, yeah. This is the the monkey lock is there for the beginning of the of the process of going to sleep, because they'll just get up and just w- follow you right out of the door. Mm-hmm. So this is hey, that's it, time to sleep. Mm-hmm. Nope. And then they they can't get out. Otherwise, it's I can't I can't play defense against these two three mm-hmm. and a half year olds. It's I'm only one. Yeah, I'm only one. And are you and Michelle like on the same page? Yeah, we're all yeah, we're good with we're good with everything right now. Knock on wood. Oh, you but, are good. Uh, yeah, we're we're in a nice little stretch here. We're in a nice little stretch. No, How about uh, you and Aaron? Aren't you headed to no what? What are you going to no say? Fights what shitty or, thing are you going to throw in? No, I got nothing. I'm saying no fights. No, you know, not nothing. No, you nothing losing of, it and your temper goes, and then you know, and then she gets a little nutty too. You know, she gets a little yappity. Like, come after you, fucking annihilate oh, yeah. you. Yeah. Well, her mom's here with us, so oh, she's on best behavior. Uh, her her mom's been here for. <clears throat> three weeks going on four and a half years and uh <laughs> wow i love her sweetest woman god ever made yeah. sweetest woman that the being that you don't believe in ever made yeah but uh i'm here to tell you it's a lot uh it's a lot she's 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 a bit reliant to get help you know get help to get out of bed yeah make her coffee yeah Oh yeah! Now she needs eye drops applied. Oh god! I, I can't get out of this house fast. Dude, you got a third. Right you got a third kid. <laughs> oh yeah! I'd like to have a third game this week. <laughs> That's funny. And I got my in-laws coming in um, in January after the new year. They're they're the they're so fucking great though. I mean, I got I hit the in-law lottery. I mean, Brooks and Ann, straight New Englanders. 
thick-ass accents, love their liquor, their beers, their Miller Lights, their Jack and Waters, and they're just yeah. fun people, you know? I got lucky. No, I, I, I don't want this to come off as... No, I any, know. I, I, I know. It's not that. I know. It's just... I know. With at fifty two, yeah. Let me let me go through the itinerary yeah. again here. Yeah. Fifty two, three and a half years old for twins yeah. and traveling everywhere and doing a podcast with you. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So adding another element and another <laughs> layer of things, you know, adding to my to do list is not what I'm looking to do right now. Let me ask you a question though: Is Michelle on the same page with you, or oh yeah, she, yeah, she is. So she's not like defensive. You know, being like, like Joe, like shut the fuck up. Like you need to get it together and da da da. da. Don't be so no. selfish. And no, she's she's good like that. And then, you know, my it also my mom and her mom get along great. So now my mom's here a lot, and I'm losing it with my mom mm-hmm. and the, the shit they talk <laughs> about. Like we can't hear them. You know, my mom the other day is walking through, and I'm in the other room, and I hear my mom say to her mom, "You know what they need in here is an elevator." Like uh, an elevator because neither one of them want to climb the stairs to get to the second floor. I can't. So you know what they need in here? They need an elevator. I'm like, yeah, you just throw an elevator. You can get one at home Depot. I think you just, it's just a box that you put in the corner and it goes up and down. (laughs) It requires, I mean, hardly any assembly. Maybe I'll get one under the tree. We'll get an elevator. You know what you should it just, do? It just goes. You should get it. You should get not a real one, but like build one out, but like they go away and then you build one out that looks like one. And then you're like, we got an elevator and you push it in, you get them that close the doors close and you just get a sound effect. It's like, you know, and, and they, and, and they, some elevator music. Dun, yeah. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun, and they dun, push a button dun, to go up to two, but they're just sitting in there for like, 45 minutes like waiting you're like you look you guys it's really it's just really it's slow really it's slow. really slow it's, you just got to be patient but you'll get there you'll get there <laughs> <laughs> and you give them little seats you know they can just sit in the elevator and talk I, in fact i'll hire for that day i'll hire somebody to come in there to run the elevator like, <laughs> what floor madams <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> oh that's toy funny. department Women's lingerie. <laughs> Women's lingerie department. Unmentionables. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more daddy issues. Are you doing Christmas with everybody, with all the in laws and like a big one, or, or no? My friend, I'm doing Christmas with Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Oh, whoa. The Cleveland Browns against the Green Bay Packers on Christmas at three. On Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Okay, so you will be with, you won't be with the boys. Well, I'm going to see them in the morning, then fly up there. So it's like a 49-minute flight. Oh, Fly up there. Great. Um, at great. nine o'clock in the morning. And, um, so the boys will be up at seven. I'll have an hour. We're going to try to, what do they know? They don't know what day it is. Yeah, that's true. So but do you do the whole we're Santa do, like, thing? Christmas. Well, we will. Yeah. They met Santa the other day. They, this was the first year they didn't piss their pants. For right. Sitting on a old, old stranger's lap. Right. An old stoner. is just like, oh. Oh, the guy's like it. the guy was cracking jokes on him and they weren't buying it like the guy's like and uh what do you want there young man a new girl oh you want a new girlfriend it's like his old yeah yeah lines He's yeah, like, yeah oh yeah. is this your sister you know talking to yeah these are politically incorrect jokes from santa claus <laughs> like he's like yeah no that's my brother santa and then he's like what do you want Oh, a new girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> he's like, that's not what I said. I want a new zoo. I want a new zoo. I like lions and I want a new zoo, but I wrote that in a letter. And then Blake's like, I want a soccer ball and a motorcycle. <laughs> and, and that's where we are. That's what I'm dealing with. Like a real motorcycle. I don't, I can't tell I, if it's like a, 
it's not a a little yeah miniature one that you put Spider Man on. It's yeah. like I, I'm assuming it's like one that you buy it. Like Macy's tar- like Target, or right? Yeah, Target that's motorized that you plug in. Yeah, you should just buy him like a fucking huge Harley and just walk him yeah. out. Walk him outside. Here, like here you, you go, buddy. You said he wanted this. <laughs> you said he wanted. I mean, you say something to Santa, right. and he Santa does not <laughs> fuck around. <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. really funny. Well, do you- so so here's but yeah. here's what I was gonna say. So then we're at this this little party, and. Actually, two things I want to tell you. So we're at this little party. Meet Santa. We eat some. And then Michelle had to go to the airport. She left. Blake and Wyatt want to get... There's a balloon station with... I probably shouldn't say his name, but... Okay. Let's just say his name's Randy the Balloon Guy. Okay. That is is his name. (laughs) Let's just pretend. Uh, Let's just pretend his name's Randy... Randy, the balloon guy. <laughs> and we go over and there's a line with like four kids. And now we show up and we're standing there for maybe five minutes while he's making a bouquet of flowers out of balloons and an elephant putting water on its back out of balloons and mm-hmm. a giraffe eating eucalyptus leaves with a panda, like these right. crazy fucking things. All they want is a sword, a balloon sword. Yeah. sword. Those are the best. A balloon sword. That's it. We don't need... There's no twisting. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing to this. Like I could make Randy step aside. Let me do this. Right. So (laughs) there's like four kids in front of us, then my two kids. And he goes, um, I'm sorry. We're having a show that's about to begin. So after this young girl, uh, that'll be it for the balloons. And it's like four kids, including this young girl and then Blake and Wyatt. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, Randy. Really? <laughs> like all all I all I want all they want is is like a balloon sword. Yeah. That's it. A balloon sword. Well, it's these are not my rules. Uh they're having a show that's about to begin and uh this is it. This is all we can do. I'm sorry that this is <laughs> Oh my we, god. I'm like, well, we've been standing here for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And now all of a sudden randomly randomly Randy, which would be a great name for a sitcom. Uh, is just cut <laughs> us out of the balloon fun. So I'm like, so then other parents are hearing this and they're like, oh my God. And I said, you know, whatever. I said, this is nothing that a little, you know, <laughs> but you, little <laughs> can't fix. Right. You know, I got a, I, Randy, I got a 20 burning a hole in right. my pocket. If you give us two <laughs> stinking balloons, then all you have to do is blow them up. Yeah. They'll go straight out yeah. and we'll walk away. Put a handle on. That's all I want. Yeah. Put a handle on it. We'll call it a day. Yeah. Uh, again, then somebody else came up behind us. I'm sorry. You're not. We can't do any more balloons. And, and I get it from Randy's perspective, but we had been standing in line for a Right. While. Randy was just following the rules, but. Uh, Randy was following the rules, but when it's your kid, <laughs> you know, if it was anybody else's kid, I would be like, ah, they're going to have to suck it up. But yeah. it's my kid. I'm like, I, I'm taking Randy down. Yeah. Did you? I, Randy is going through was, that window. Did you actually try to grease him with the 20? No. So, so I'm like, so we're still hanging around. It's like, folks, you're just standing in line for no reason. Yeah. Uh, we are done with the balloons after this nice young lady. <laughs> like, oh my God. I felt like if I stood there long enough, so anyway, his two associates mm-hmm. are watching this with other parents mm-hmm. and <laughs> who Randy's associates, uh, Randy, <laughs> Randy's associates, <laughs> and this is a big operation. Randy's got it's a serious operation. You should have seen the balloon supplies and the colors and the. I mean, it was sharpies and right. Uh, it was unbelievable. It was like a. It was like he pulled a. Ford Festiva into the lobby of this place, <laughs> and it's just stuff flying out of the trunk. And so, Randy, okay, so finally, the the nice young lady that was in front of Blake and Wyatt, she gets her, you know, whatever she got mm-hmm. done, like <laughs> like the Jeffrey Epstein on trial. Right. <laughs> these these right. things are so intricate. It's like. I, I, <laughs> All he wants is a sword, Randy. Just give me a sword. <laughs> and his two associates had been hearing me say, look, all they all they, it's not a big deal. So we get up there and his two associates come flying around the table and basically 
cut Randy's legs out from under him oh, and they- said, here, I made you a sword. Here, I made you a sword to Blake and Wyatt. Wow. And Wyatt's like, I want a red one. <laughs> this thing was oh blue. God. It's like, I want a red one with a silver handle. I said, I, I said, come here. Uh. I said, you you take this balloon and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna love this balloon. And it doesn't matter what color it is, we can have this balloon yeah. or we can have no balloon. Yeah. Cause Randy's not playing right now. No. And we're not we're not coming back in for a a fix oh, on no, thing. So, and not only that, but his associates like risk. They were fired immediately. They were fired. When that they car got ride to home the- is going to be <laughs> a bad one with the Randy and the two associates. It's not. Why be- are you doing what I just said they right. couldn't do? Why are right. you doing? How many does times say- have we done? Have you undercut <laughs> and undermined me? <laughs> is it called Kevin's Balloon <laughs> Company? No, this is Randy, this is Randy. the balloon guy. <laughs> I am Randy. Kevin, get my driver's license out of my bag. What does that say? Does that say Randy or does that say Kevin? Randy. This is called Randy's The Balloon Man. Anyway. So so now the show starts. And let's see, he's 12, 13, maybe eight years old up to Mm 15-year-old kids. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be horrible. Mm -hmm. You know, where they're singing and dancing and they're Mm -hmm. doing holiday songs. Well, first of all, hold on. Where is, where are you? Is this a house? I am at, no. (laughs) Where the (laughs) hell are you? This is an old Warson Country Club. Okay. In St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. So it's it's like a country club sort of festivity. Yes. Got it. So now we're sitting. So Michelle's gone. I sit on the floor. They have like this parquet floor out there, and these kids come in. I'm like, this is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like legitimately good. Wow, cool. I enjoyed it. That's good. And it was nice. And the music was good. The singing was good. So they sing some song that I I had never heard, but it was it was really pretty, melodic, whatever. I look down, and Blake is wiping tears out of his eyes. What? And Wyatt had his head down and was just thinking, and he was sad. I'm like, Blake, what's wrong? He just shook his head. I'm like, buddy, what is, why are you crying? What's wrong? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the serial killer. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, nothing. And I said, why are you sad? He said, I'm not sad. It's just so pretty. No. I was like, oh, because... 25 seconds prior to that, I was sitting there thinking, here I am with these two boys on my lap. Yeah. They're doing their thing. It was beautiful. I'm so lucky. I was getting emotional. Yeah. And I looked down, and both three-and-a-half-year-olds were emotional about the music. Everybody else's kids are, like, getting dragged back off the floor. Yeah. And nobody's listening, and everybody's talking, and people are on their phones, and Wow. I don't know. It was, just, it was just pretty really cool. Crazy. That's like that's like very evolved emotionally. <laughs> you know. Where so I said, you know, that's that's so great that you feel that for this music. And uh, that means I, I think that's really neat that you can be that emotional about it. Don't ever lose that. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful moment. We're all here together. Just enjoy it, and I'm glad the music moves you like that. What was they were it? kind of ashamed, or yeah, and, and yeah. I said no, enjoy it. What was the music? Was it was so? I tell this this story to Michelle as she's at the airport, and yeah. we're on our way back home. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know what the song was. I'd never heard it. I, I, I didn't know it if I heard it. I hang up with her on my phone, my Bluetooth, and on the radio is the song. No, yes, I swear to God. On everything I love, yes, wow. and it was Josh Groban. His there's a song he has, "Believe." Right now, I don't know if it's his song or if it's been recorded throughout history, and yeah. he just did it. But and I, I, I then I called her back. I was like, "It's Believe" by Josh Groban. How do I know that? I just hung up, and it's on. Wow! And did they heard the actual Josh Groban version yet? Yeah, they didn't like that. They did not? I was about to say, like... <laughs> no, I'm, <just> kidding. <laughs> no, I'm they, kidding. Have they heard it? No, I'm going to have to play it for them. Oh, again. 100%. And secretly film them and see if they cry again. But that's pretty amazing. You could use that to your advantage somehow. 
Meaning if the song actually does affect them like that, you know, you could use it as a parent. This is like young tool. Frankenstein. Right. Like, like every time. The, oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Young Frankenstein. The violin music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like at bedtime, if they're getting nuts, just play that and like pump it, pump it through their monkey block. You know what I mean? And like put it right <laughs> in the, in the door there. <laughs> <laughs> watch them fall to the ground crying <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna listen anyway. to the song once once yeah. we get off here. if you just believe yeah it's, it's i don't it was great it was a great day oh and we and they got their balloon swords which they played with for uh, yeah the aforementioned 28 seconds yep yep that's how it goes that's how it goes. But I was willing to get into a fight with Randy. Well. Because of the balloon swords. I knew they didn't really care. I but. know, but the authority like that makes me crazy, though. It's like, Randy, um, just too. make the fucking... Like, well, we can't. We I'm like, dude, the amount of time that we've been sitting here just talking about it, you could have made seven balloon swords. Like, Right. Uh, you know, I get it. Like, he's uh, he, he's been hired. Randy's been hired, and he's got to, you know... <laughs> Follow the rules, but come on, geez, that makes me nuts. Especially when the kids been waiting there. If my kids were waiting for the balloon swords. Like, uh, but the associates came to the rescue. Yeah, the, the his former employees. Did Randy see them? Was he right there when when the associates? Oh yeah, it was it was a one table operation. So did yeah. Randy throw them any shade at all, or like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Nothing like that. Well, there was no elapsed time, so it wasn't like we were waiting on them. Mm-hmm. We we just got there, and the guy's like, "And here are your balloon swords." I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Oh, good. And right. Of course, I knew why it was going to go. I want a red one. Yeah. I want a yellow. <laughs> <sighs> um, are you flying anyway. out today? Yay! You're flying out to Lohengalik. I'll be there for a day, mm-hmm. and then uh, go to Baltimore. What time do you get in today? Seven thirty, eight o'clock. All right. Are you staying at the usual? Yeah. You want to come say hi? Maybe. Call me when you land. Okay. Well, we can't. We can't. We're finishing up, but we we have to check in. We have to juggernaut with Josh. We have to figure out this update. Josh, you there? No. Not. Oh my God. I know he can't. He couldn't make it today, but he has an update for us for next week. That he he said, Ooh. and it sounds promising. It sounds promising. Oh, it, does. it does. I'm excited to hear it. Anyway, anyway, everyone, uh, just hang out and wait for those of you who tune in to this show for Josh Windish, and you must wait because I think we have some good news. Man, I can't wait to hear. Me too. Um, okay, goodbye, all. All right, goodbye, Yosef. Goodbye, my friend. Goodbye. Listen to Daddy Issues on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Daddy Issues is a production of Cavalry Audio and iHeartMedia, produced by Margot Carmichael. Sound engineering and editing by Josh Windish. Executive produced by Joe Bach, Oliver Hudson, Dana Brunetti, and Keegan Rosenberger. Rosenberger. 